evening. And possibly even, good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am your humble shepherd through the valley of consciousness, a mere mortal man trying to understand the heart within his chest, and somebody who sees the world for what it is and has been out at sea for so long that I just want to let you know it's not as vast and as deep as you think. (laughs) It's an honor and a privilege to sit down with all of you tonight to finally talk about another important subject to consistently continue the ever-growing and ever-expanding consciousness and also to raise and higher our frequency and vibration. So when I talk about this subject, you need to realize that everything comes down to the simplicity of what is meant to be. The more you fight things, the more you argue against it, the more you apply pressure or try to force two objects together that don't quite need to go in those same directions, putting objects into shapes, uh, sizes that aren't meant for them, or trying to establish different things, whether it be connections, activities, people's mindsets, frequencies, anything and everything. When you try to put so many different things that are not identical or not similar or also aren't attracted to one another, you're going to have a lot of friction and also a lot of issues. It's quite simple tonight. Stop forcing it. You really need to be that literal and stop forcing it. It's kind of ironic to me that when I look back through everything in my life, and we're already starting with story time with Alex, every situation that I've been through where the most vibrant experience has happened or some of the most incredible things have come into my either perception, have been given to me from a higher power, or have been placed in front of me because it's always been meant for me, It's always when I'm not trying and I'm not forcing anything to happen. Isn't that crazy to say? We just got done talking about lock in, stay focused. But if you really listen closely to the entirety of that show, not once did I ever tell you to force it, did I? Kind of crazy, isn't it? How these all intermingle and intertwine as we progress within every new chapter of this book called Shallow Oceans. It's kind of incredible to me that there have been these beautiful scenarios that if I tried or I forced or I tried to put my own will, tried to be controlling or tried to deter the situation I was in, it would have never happened. I simply was a part of the moment and just let it be, was natural and just let everything go as it should. Do you remember that fairy tale? Or what was it called? It's one of those nursery rhymes, right? And we would sing the song all together. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Isn't it insane to think that within that short little lullaby, I just dropped dime on how to not only live life to the best of your ability, but also what it truly is. If you're somebody who is always forcing the river to go a different way or forcing yourself to paddle against the current constantly, you're never going to get where you need to go. Because the craziest part is you're supposed to be going the other way the whole time, merrily down the stream. But you want to fight it. 
and you want to force it, don't get misconstrued with any of the ideologies here. The whole focal point of us growing you and understanding everything that's meant for you is you want to attract it. You want to become it. You want to be so connected to the moment that you are focused and prevalent and living for now. And in doing so, you can lock in and you can stay focused. And as you're doing all that, you're allowing yourself the new chapters to begin. It's kind of incredible how everything we've talked about recently with this recent resurgence and the full send now with shallows, it's all interjoined and connected. It's kind of like everything was meant to be crazy. If you were just simply going merrily down the stream, you would have realized that life is but a dream. How beautiful of a notion is that, right? You know how there's a difference between nightmares and dreams? Nightmares are those terrors, or something scary happens to you, or something dreadful or terrifying, something that you would have not wanted to happen, like some people have those dreams of falling, some people have those spooky monsters that come at night, or those horror things, or something terrible happens to people around them, or they're thrown into a weird situation, or whatever it is, right? But then there's also dreams. And I did a show on being a dreamer, and thinking so far outside of the box, you're basically like a philosopher, and you're grabbing these things that are not even our realm of consciousness or understanding, and you're bringing it back and trying to find the best verbal way to explain what it is and why you see it that way. The dreams are the best part of everything. The dreams are the natural flow of life. And in doing so and attuning to it and seeing how beautiful life is in some of the most vibrant dreams within your life. If I asked you to think of one of your most favorite dreams, if you're lucky enough to retain them, I know there's a lot of people where as soon as they wake up, it's like a coma. They just come out of the darkness and they think nothing happened. But the trick is, you just didn't have the ability to retain what you went through. You dream every single time you go to sleep. You're connecting back with your ethereal body, the thing above you, your spirit, the thing that lives outside of this realm. Kind of like God, right? That's what a dream is. Dreams are some of the most beautiful things. It's one of those reels you'll see where somebody is in, oh man, Iceland. And fun fact, Iceland is actually green and Greenland is actually full of ice. Weird, I don't know why. I didn't make the rules. But you'll see this video of Iceland, right? Or Scottish, Scotland. Somewhere beautiful. And you're seeing this valley going up the side of a mountain. And some of the most vibrant color flowers all perfectly in bloom on a summer's day. And you see the ridge of the mountain and the current outside of it falling with the snow-filled tips at the top. And it looks like a dream. Or a valley full of sunflowers that are all blossoming. And there's a light breeze slowly grazing them back and forth, almost like waves in the ocean. A dream. Or you see somebody you haven't seen in so long. You're, you're in love. You're married. You have children. You're living the dream job you've always wanted. Whatever it is, it's one of the most beautiful, vibrant, and breathtaking experiences. That's what life is supposed to be for you. You just haven't figured it out yet that if you go merrily down the stream... And don't force anything in your life. Things just happen in the most beautiful of ways. And in doing all of these, you start to have the dream you've always meant to live. Because that's what this is. There's so many great people I've heard of from that talk about how life is just full of memories. Because the moment is all we have. 
And so if you think about it, all you're living through is the memories you've always had. You're just going through them again and reliving them in some crazy concept of a way, right? If you force things and you're constantly, and I mean quite literally, trying to always make things happen and force situations to arise or going out of your way to start conversations or trying your best to reestablish things when they're showing signs of not wanting to be around at all, you're constantly making friction and you're pushing people away more than you think you are. That's the trippy part about this. Let's say we have two magnets. And I'm sure a lot of us use magnets, whether it be in school, fun by ourselves, we've had household items, whatever, right? So you have two magnets and the pulsating different sides are pointed at each other. It's crazy how they energize and they start to pull to one another. Magnetic, right? Almost like you're chasing somebody outside. Just to talk a little bit longer. The magnetism is so strong, it will literally pull towards one another the closer it gets. And the closer they get, the stronger the force becomes. Until finally, they're almost touching, and it's pulling with every fiber of their being. Now flip those around. What happens? They're going to push each other away so fast, it's going to be like you got slapped out of nowhere. You got mollywhopped, and you have no idea what just happened. It's the same concept for everything and anything I can explain. Try it. It all is the same concept of pushing because you're forcing too much pressure at the opposite side of something that's not meant for you. So think about it from, let's say, oh gosh, friendships, relationships, family. If there's something that happened, let's say an issue arose, an issue has arised. You never need to be against each other. I hope that's something that we've understood by now. Past trauma and differences, things that you carry from your past experiences, relationships, whatever, things you haven't healed from because self-harm, anything. You got to fix on all that first and get all that attuned before you even try to reconcile or understand or understand why you're feeling certain things and understand as well, you're never supposed to fight each other over anything. Counterpart, friends, family, significant other, partner, you're never supposed to fight each other. It's never you versus them. It's us against whatever this problem is. See the difference? When you're fighting each other, you're flipping the magnets around and pushing force at each other so much, you're going to escalate and worsen the situation because you're forcing it in a direction it's not supposed to go. But now align with one another and become attuned and start understanding that we are one when we are together. And in doing so with that, what happens? You get pulled so close, the thing that was forcing you guys away is gone because there's nothing in between you anymore. It's outside of you. Powerful, isn't it? Because even if you guys try to come together and you leave that thing in between both of you, it's going to get stuck between both of you even though you get together. Be careful about that as well. The force and pressure is that powerful. It's almost intoxicating at how unbelievable it is. So within every aspect of your life, and this is a very hyper-focused reasoning, you need to be very careful about what you are trying to bring in and push out of your life. A lot of these things are trying to teach you something or align with something, right? So if that's the case, why would we constantly wanting to be putting friction and energy into something that was never meant to be? 
your life has a set cadence to it. The level of your vibration is going to adjustly attune yourself to another counterpart of whatever is brought to you, or again, away from you. So aligning yourself and growing from within, letting go of past trauma, not letting anything hamper you, stop worrying about the past, focus on the present, future doesn't exist, moment is all that we have, you're able to now be a part of what is. Stop trying to force these things because as soon as you start forcing, things get so out of place. You become scattered. You become too friction, too easily disposable in the sense your emotions are now so out of whack they're controlling you and fine-tuning every aspect of your life. It's almost eerie and disgusting to think about. But it didn't need to be that way. You just never had to force it. Every situation in life is going to present to you with an opportunity. But that's only if you are attracting the things because of the ability to bring it closer. Rather than forcing, you want to allow it. And let it be. You want to be chosen in this life. That's the reason I got Hebrew on the back of my neck. It's the first tattoo I ever got. It was like a fever dream. For some reason, this word was just in the back of my mind. And it's crazy, I didn't even know it was Hebrew at the time. Looked it up, saw what it said, and it made sense. The chosen ones. As we all are, because we are all here, right now, right here. In this moment, listening to me talk to you. We were chosen for something. Whether that be something you want to embark into, you want to attract it, you want to enjoy it, or you're trying to force something else that isn't meant for you. It's kind of crazy how it just slowly starts to push itself away or it starts to push itself into a different direction or entirely fall off because there's nothing holding it. That is so powerful to me to know that you would like to be chosen in this life. And if you allow yourself to have that ability to be chosen, do you know how powerful that is when that comes to you? Think about it, right? It's almost a weird concept that if you're trying so long for something, say businesses, friendships, families, significant others, anything, right? You're trying so hard and you're constantly putting so much effort into it, but it never works out. I mean, you're putting your heart and soul into this and it never seems to lead you in any direction that's going to show any purpose or value or any benefits to overall bettering your mindset. You're trying so hard, but all you're getting is no's. You're eventually going to just settle and be so excited when something comes your way because you finally got that yes. Unless you realize it wasn't for you, right? So now, if something finally does open up to you, you start to force these things more. And it's kind of crazy how those are so kind of similar in consistency. Because when something finally comes to you, if you've tried for so long, your mindset determines how you see it. Well, it's finally the success I deserve. Finally, something came my way. I'm going to hold on to this and treasure it because nobody else wanted it for me. Or you saw it as I finally brought the thing to me that was for me. I was chosen. It was directed into my path. And that's what's so fantastic to think about. Everything is just out there waiting for you to attune to the right frequency to bring it towards you. Why would you ever want to force any situation to happen? Let's talk about interactions with, let's say you have a real issue with something going on. Let's say it's at work. And at work, this issue is getting very weird because there's a lot of people 
in this, let's say it's a workspace environment, almost like a nine to five office setting, office setting with cubicles, right? And within that, there's multiple people who are neglecting certain transitions of paperwork that it's actually slowing the process down and making it harder for other people. Now, rather than trying to find a situation that can better it, raising yourself up to figure out exactly why it's happening, try to overview and overlook everything to see where it can be attuned, why is it slacking, where's the misconception, where's the miscommunication, and really trying to hone in on how to better it and to fix it, you start forcing issues, right? You go to management right away and make a big stinking ordeal when you didn't need to. You start forcing these kind of interactions and confrontation with your coworkers just because you're tired of it. So you force it. It's kind of crazy to say that when you force things, it's not going to be solved. It's going to get resolved. See the difference? Resolving something means you finally come to a resolution. Meaning, after a lot of contemplating, a lot of back and forth, a lot of maybe fighting, and cons eventually it's settling in a sense, right? We finally had the resolve. We've re we've It's re our resolution. We finally resolved it. That's it. But wouldn't it feel so much better if you got to a place where it was finally now complete, fixed, and working properly? Communication skills are one of the most lacked things these days. Emotion instability, too, is rampant. And it's heartbreaking to see so many people not attuned to the things they need. So, what do we do? We force it. Why force anything in your life? You're telling me, and I love to work out, right? If I go to the gym, and I have had my right leg has been a little bit more sore lately because of how heavy I'm lifting, so I sh I'm, have no doubt in my mind, my knees and everything else connected with my joints are like, dog, this is a lot of weight for us right now. You got to take a little bit easier, right? So I do. I listen. What would happen if I forced it? I'm pretty sure we could think of the outcomes, correct? Now, when I'm leg pressing like oh, 700 pounds, and I'm putting all of this pressure into it, if my knee is screaming at me, or my, my inner thigh, my hammies, my quads, if it's screaming at me, do you think it would be a smart choice to continuously push it? Uh, I don't think so, Alex, for 500. Correct answer. If my shoulder is starting to get a little bit of a pinch, I'm doing some shoulder press, right? Little press, little shoulder press. And I'm pressing these weights. And it's heavy. But I feel, I know I can do more. I'm going to push through my muscle pain. Ooh, there's a popping sound. And there goes a tendon, some kind of muscle pop, some kind of tear, whatever. And now you can't lift for multiple weeks and months. Because you forced it. There's a difference between trying to push your body and force your body. Your body is limited. There's a reason why these big dudes you see at the gym are wearing these lifting belts and etc. Because it's too much for the body to physically handle. And I love working out again. I truly believe in working out in fitness is that one place where you truly have the opportunity to escape the body. Even though you're plugging into the body. Digest that. I could force myself to start taking steroids and supplements and doing all of these ungodly things to my body to force it to be stronger, bigger, better, faster. But that's not the real way of doing it. That's forcing it in a different direction to where my body is now doing too much too fast and is not going to be able to handle it for a very long time. 
anybody you talk to that gets into the fitness industry and is very active with dieting, nutrition, they can call out BS real fast and tell you, yeah, what those guys are doing, that's short-lived. They are trapped by the body. Myself, after working out for almost eight years, I have the greatest physique of my life. But you know why? I didn't force it. I took my time with it. And I enjoyed every second of it. Because originally, it was an escape from this reality. And it helped me get away from the world and the things that I couldn't fix yet because I haven't yet fixed myself. So rather than forcing these issues and trying to force myself to come to resolutions and resolve them, I waited, I honed in, and I focused. And in doing so, I was able to obtain all of the knowledge I needed. I could fix any inconsistencies within my mind. And I was also able to be so prevalently focused on the things of undefined certainty that were the pinpoint reasons for things that were going wrong with myself, I changed it all. Let's go to health and nutrition. With my health, about seven years ago now, I was getting these weird things happening. Little bumps in my mouth, fatigue. I was having these weird inconsistencies where my body was almost in a sense saying, bro, something's going on, right? I could have forced it and I could have went and taken steroids in the sense of like prescription base, all these drugs they wanted, multiple blood tests, multiple testing, biopsies, constantly chasing answers because we don't know what's going on and until it gets really bad and the body is screaming, we're not gonna know what's going on. So rather than me constantly forcing myself to continue doing what I was doing, which is obviously part of the problem, that's why it kept happening, I took a step back, shout outs to Travis, a longtime homie, that asked me a simplistic question that no doctitioner, no practitioner, nobody in the medical industry, these ENT specialists, ears, nose, and throat, nobody ever asked, um, what's your diet like? And I sat there and said, huh, couldn't tell you. I'm following what I thought was normal. And it's kind of funny how that ends up never being normal. Because how is anything we do normal? How is anything that we actually converse with, accept, or allow for people to tell us which is accurate, how is any of that real or true or accurate? Nope, we're all forcing ourselves to listen to other people's advice, well, because they have a platform. They have to know what's going on. The government is literally running the country. They have to care about its citizens. We're number one in their arms, number one. Yeah, that's why I'm still paying money for fruits and vegetables and water. You got me effed up. You will burn in hell when I'm through with you. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, it's actually a trip to me that we force so many of the wrong things and we then sit back and think to ourselves, oh, yeah, oh, maybe we were wrong. Let's go back to COVID 2020 when shit was popping off and everybody was getting forced to do stuff when nobody knew what was happening. You got to you gotta, you're gonna get tested every week. You gotta roll up your sleeve. You gotta take this. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You're against society. You're gonna kill a grandmother. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do what? And you're a martyr now? I wear this for me. I'm not getting political. This is an accurate statement of things that happened all around me. I work in entertainment. You know how much of a black sheep I am in entertainment? I make a damn smoothie in the studios every single day. With a concoction of ingredients, that's the most expensive meal of my day. I have a literal reusable bag full of all the products I put inside of my food. 
It's crazy how much stuff is in there. And guess what? Everybody else who comes in, Del Taco, Taco Bell, KFC, Chipotle. Sometimes they have home-cooked meals if they're lucky enough, but even those still are not the best. Where's the fruit? Hard to find. Where's the vegetables? Not in sight. But guess what? We're not going to force it. It's not good for us. Crazy. And so I was seen as a black sheep. I was somebody who was trying to give insight and information to people out of what I was looking around, understanding, listening, and just digesting. I was like, yo, whoa, hold up, chill. Like, what? what the, what's the rush? Why are we so quick to do? Why don't you just chill for a second and stop being driven by fear? Why are you forcing this? Anything in life that is forced, question it. Please, for yourself, for your overall mental, instabil- uh, mental stability, so you don't become unstable, and also for the fact that you never want to have regrets of doing something too quick, too fast, because you were forced to do it. Think about it again from a multitude of reasons. Let's say, oh, I got to stay here because the job needs me. No, they don't. You die, they would replace you tomorrow. Don't worry about the job that much. Do what you're paid to do. Get the things you need out of it so you can live the way you want to. And eventually obtain better. Oh, but... What happens if this person, you know, I don't want to force this with them. Okay, sit back, enjoy it, and have a decent life then. And then when something miraculous comes by, guess what happens? Well, you know, I just didn't want to force it. It just didn't feel right, Alex. Okay, well, enjoy the rest of your dream. And I hope it's merrily, merrily, merrily right down the stream. (sighs) I feel like sometimes I make too much sense, and it's upsetting Because then it almost upsets people because I know that it's too much too consistently at one time. And I don't want to force any of this on you. That's why I think these conversations are so organic and fun is because think of how it ends up happening. Anything in life that is forced upon you, question it. Now, I've talked about this openly plenty of times, right? I'm somebody who knows God exists. I see it all around me. Anytime I go for hikes, I would be stupid to not know. There's signs everywhere. You ask, you will receive. It's that simple. So if I'm somebody now that understands this, sees it, goes through all of these things, and is a part of all of it, why would I be forced to do these things to a tune when I know it's inside of me? That's the always issue I have with people when I talk about it. Like, oh, so you don't go to church? Um, no. Why? Oh, you know, kind of need to. Oh, are you forced to go? No, no, I'm not forced. But it's, it's part of my duty. A sacred duty. That's how I get closer. Interesting. Enjoy going into a man-made place some more. That sounds like a great way to get even closer. Within more levels of wrong ways. Hmm. Why force it? Why would I force anything onto you? That's why I'm so attuned and happy to listen to everything I say before I say it. As crazy as that sounds... These insight and knowledge that I'm obtaining throughout this whole conversation with you is not mine. I don't know how else to explain it. This is something else that wants you to listen to something higher. It is literally God speaking through me. That's all I'm doing is just giving you reconfirmance and reassurance and whatever else words I can use to reconfirm it for you. You have the right idea. You're just getting pushed in ways and forced to do things you don't even know. Let's talk about your family heritage for gosh sakes. Do you know the family curses that are forced upon you? And did you even have a chance to decide for yourself what you wanted? I mean, by gosh almighty, you're already signing up for things you're not even really sure about. But guess what? You're forced to do it. 
Crazy how if we look back on arranged marriages, people are like, oh, those are unhuman. Humanly, those are unhuman. Unhumane. How dare you force people into marriage? Well, I'm pretty sure in wealthy families, it probably still goes on today. Wealth marries into wealth, and they keep the families going together to this distinguished lineage of the royal family. At least for most of the part, right? So, anything that's forced, isn't it kind of interesting how it's not good for you? Oh, you're forced to go to school. You need to. As soon as you turn seven years old, a six to seven, five sometimes pre-K, all the way up to your 17, 18, and then guess what? You need to do more school to get an actual decent job and afford everything else. Um, why? Why am I forced to go into these set standards of educational systems that teach me nothing? I'm confused. Well, you can't be homeschooled. You'll be weird. You're going to be one of those weird kids that can't socializes. Do you think my child would have a problem with social interactions? You obviously have been listening to the wrong show, my friend. Oh, well, they're not going to learn anything of value. Who are you to teach them any of these things? Who am I? Really? The guy who cured himself from whatever he was suffering from? The guy who has the probably best-looking body in the gym aligned with Bruce Lee because of how well I eat, exercise, and sleep, and train myself? The guy who is so mentally focused on everything that's going on in his life, you don't think he can attune that and teach others how to meditate and increase their vibration or simply overall make them better by simply being in the same room as them? Yeah, now that guy won't be able to teach anybody anything, right? Hmm. But no, let's, let's force people to go do things that is not good for them. Let's force them to do all of these things. And I can get truly deeper on this, but I'll stay in the shallows today. Just because simply, I don't think we're ready for that conversation. Maybe in a year's time. You have to really be prevalently open about accepting what is meant for you. It will be pulled to you. Attract it. This isn't a hippie mumbo jumbo. It's literally the reality of your power. That's what's unbelievably mind altering to me. Is that me telling you you have the ability to create the life you've always wished for. By simply listening and attuning to yourself. And allowing the higher power to live through you. Sounds wild. And they're like, oh, that's not me. You're, you're forcing it, dude. What am I forcing? This isn't, the, uh, this isn't Star Wars. I'm not Yoda. I'm simply connecting to the midichlorians inside of me because it's in everybody. Huh. Force that one there, Sparky. <laughs> I just think it's kind of unbelievable to me. That everything I've seen happening around us that is forced is so bad for us. Isn't it wild? Well, you're forced to go work. You need to survive. Why? What happened to bartering? What happened to giving everybody enough land because there's plenty? Of, do you know every time I visit my sister in Arizona and I'm driving from California to Arizona, do you know how much open land I'm driving by? It's unbelievable. Oh, well, it's inhabitable. Sometimes it gets too hot. It gets too cold. Have you heard of a greenhouse? What are these structures we're building everywhere? You're telling me people up in like Northern California can have these unbelievably grow ops now for weed, but we can't do it for food? You're tripping. The fact is, we don't want to accept that we are being forced into terrible situations and societies. Imagine living in a smart city, okay? I go to Los Angeles for work five days a week for the radio shows, television shows, voice work, etc. You know when I go there, do you know how different I feel going closer to Friday than I do going towards Monday after Friday? I can't even explain to you how two days outside of the city, 
in the backyard, working on the yard, just basically becoming one with nature and just disconnecting from everything, going to the gym, then coming home and working on content, whatever else I'm doing. Do you know how much better I feel mentally, stimulatedly, spiritually? Everything else increases because I'm outside of a forced situation. Funny how everything is forced into cities for all the major money. Crazy, isn't it? Where's the biggest places to go for entertainment? Hollywood and New York City, the Big Apple. Some of the worst places to live. And you cannot convince me otherwise. Alex, come on. It's the big city, New York. Don't you want to live in a little two-by-two apartment for $7,000 a night? That sounds majestic. Call me Harry Potter because apparently I'm not sleeping on anything that's good for me. How is it that you being forced into this just disgusting society, right? And I really mean this. Think about the world you've been forced to live in. You're forced to pay for fruits and vegetables. I'm sorry, what? You're forced to find a place to sleep. You have to pay for that. You're forced to pay taxes on taxes. You're, you're paying taxes on the money you make. You're forced to do so much stuff. You really haven't took a step back and sat there and said, this is not right and this is not okay. But yet, within myself, well, you know, I've got to be a good Samaritan. I've got to do the things that the world requires upon me because look at the global warming. I need to drink out of paper straws. Um, right. And then you find out over 80-something percent of all pollution that's in the world with carbon dioxide and everything as well is all from giant corporations and military. Oh, but you go drive your Tesla. Really? Oh, or these athletes and these professional singers and stuff that you idolize and worship, rather than her taking, you know, a little extra time in the car to get somewhere, I'll take the private jet or private plane. It don't matter to me. Really? But you're forced to take time. Isn't that unbelievable how we've been forced into an unhumanistic society? We're unhumane now at this point. We're living an unhuman life. That's why I think when I resonate with people, shout outs to Amir, a young kid I met today at the gym who's only 19 years old, came up to me and my friend, Sku, he's 21, while we were in the steam room, right? And he's seen us before, he's come up to us, he's talked to us, he sees us there all the time. For God's sakes, I live there, it feels like. We start talking, and he is, his eyes look like he has seen the biggest piece of candy if it's a kid, right? And it's his favorite chocolate in front of him. He's just, his mind is so massively working at a rapid rate because of everything we're talking about. And it's actually good conversation about reflection, life, what's the point of existence. He is so enamored with all of it. He's like, this just makes sense. He's like, if I had to do anything, what do I need to do? And I was like, stop thinking so much. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, stop forcing yourself to do stuff. Listen. Sit back more. Be passive. Be a part of the world and what we're in. What? It's just, <laughs> why are we forcing this on everybody? Stop forcing yourself to be something you're not. That's another part of this game that disgusts me. Well, you've got you to gotta play the game, man. You can't be texting her this many times. Why not? For God's sakes, I would love to see her hit me up seven, eight, nine times with some of the most beautiful things to say. And guess what? You know what's my favorite? Voice messages. That's, oh, when I can hear you articulating exactly what you want to say, and we're not forced to be robotic, we're not forced to use other things as means of communication, now that is some powerful stuff. You have to stop forcing everything in your life. If you need to force somebody to be in your life, and I'm talking about, you'll know because you're always chasing them, 
you're always texting them, you're always calling them, you're always trying to motivate them, you're always trying to get them to do some shit, you're always trying to help them better them. All of this, right? You're trying to help them see the world, you're trying to wake people up, stop forcing anything on anybody. Because guess what? Then it's not them doing it, it's you. So guess what that means in Longstead? They're gonna fall off the wagon because they didn't wanna do it, you made them. And I'm not trying to say, as a family member or as a significant other, etc., you shouldn't be there to help them, to step them up, especially your friends, right? You want to get, kick them into drive and get them into gear, but I'm not going to force you. I'm going to make some, I'll say some stuff. I'll make some passes. So say like my, my buddy Scoo, right? The 20 year old kid that's editing all of the YouTube content for shallows. Now, if I hit him up and I'm like, Hey, yo, so remember we the talk and I said like if you have content just keep that shell together and just upload a podcast a day because it should be pretty quick. What happened? You know tell me whatever it is. All right, for sure, dog. Like bro, it's no big deal. Just let me know, bro. Like I I want to do this with you, right? But I'm not going to hit him up and be like, "Hey, did you post it? When is it going to be posted? What time is it posted?" What? Why would I force you? If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And if I'm really that concerned about it and discerning myself and really freaking out about it, then do it yourself. You want something done right? Do it yourself. Stop going to restaurants and ordering the most crazy elaborate dishes you can. Order what's on it. If there's a couple things you don't like, ask them to keep it off. Enjoy the food. Otherwise, do yourself a favor and start learning how to cook. Nobody, and I mean this quite literally, nobody is able to match my cooking skills right now because I have fine-tuned it over years to make exactly what my palate likes. So why am I going to go pay somebody else? Stupid money, and then tell them how to fine-tune it. That's your dish, homie. I ain't forcing nothing on you. I'm just going to say, personally, I don't like olives, so leave the olives off. That's it. Everything else, whatever you... Bro, have your have your day. I'm literally here, and it's a whole new world. Have fun. The tattoos on my left arm for my anime sleeve, I didn't force a single tattoo. Not even the one on the back of my neck. Every tattoo found me. And you're probably sitting there thinking, bull right? Bull shanana. Nope. The Hebrew on the back of my neck came to me in a dream. Got it done the next day. The entire anime sleeve, I had a vision of wanting to get anime characters on my sleeve for basically to show the like real love I have for anime and how far it's gotten me in my life because of how true the value is of entertainment within it and the imagination style. Japan just, their morals and culture are still supreme to everybody else's. But I didn't chase tattoos. The first partnership I made with that original Weeb Nation brand was with Chris Sanchez, Blood Artisan, who was also a tattoo artist. He did my first anime tattoo because it was there. It was ready. He said, let's get one. I said, okay, let's do it. Then the entire outside from 002 Sterlitzia all the way up to Violet Evergarden and the beautiful mosaic piece he put on top of my arm. I'm talking about like this thing is insanely detailed. Kid, Elijah, I was one of his first on ink to skin because he was still an apprentice at the time. Met him through a friend because his father is known as the Owl King in the anime world who does free hand owl tattoos that people wait over a year just to be on his wait list to get him to the experience, right? That was his son. His son likes anime. His son loved my content. Guess what happened? Everything lined up. We met each other. And there I go getting the outside of the tattoo sleeve. You want to know who regrets tattoos in life? People who force them. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm 18. I want to show the world that I'm I'm gonna get a scorpion underneath my nipple. Okay. I'm gonna get 
Pennywise the Clown on my thigh. Okay. Now, again, if you love it and you're still with it, props to you. That is sensational. Most people I know that have a lot of tattoos, they'll show you one they do not like. Or eventually they'll get covered. I know plenty of people that I can tell you about that. Guess what? I love all mine. They found me. Crazy how when you don't... Alex, are you telling me the entire time, this entire soliloquy that you've been on, I've been loving every moment, you're constantly having me engage and think outside the box, you're telling me if I simply just stop trying to force everything and anything into my life, whether it be keeping people around me, whether it be forcing opportunities or trying to push for things that obviously I don't like, but I'm chasing it for money, living in an unhumanly society, and I'm doing so much to obtain all of these things, all I had to simply do was just find what I'm passionate about, the things I loved, follow those, curate those, and then eventually they would lead me to positions of people and that I actually am connected to? And you're telling me that in these situations that I'm getting closer to and all these people that I'm connected to, that all the things I would end up doing with them is actually going to be closer to my overall purpose, and doing this purpose is what's going to make me a better person, and then being becoming a better person is how I can change the world. Yeah, that's why I'm able to talk so fast is because that's what it's all about. I didn't even have to force it. Crazy. I kind of smiled there. That was actually pretty impressive. <laughs> Think of life as a magnet, okay? Magnetism, bring it to you. Don't push it away. Don't even fight it. Don't even try to pull it. Just let it be. You'll know when you have to act. And if you act when you're supposed to, it will only make it better. But don't force it. Don't force that interaction with somebody. They'll let you know if it's available. Don't go out of your way to do stupid things to just be different. Just be you. Don't force this stuff. It's crazy how the most authentic people in this lifetime right now are the most interesting people. Crazy how those who have attuned with themselves and are so comfortable with being who they are are the most attractive right now too. Crazy how the, old, the entire fiber of your mortal shell quakes when you stop forcing stuff and you just be hmm might be onto something here alex might have just figured out the secret sauce stop forcing it just live it there you go <laughs> love i truly love you all and i think again that's why i'm sitting here exhausted today still doing a show for you because guess what as soon as I end this, and I edit it, and I upload all of it, I'm going to be out so quick, I'm probably going to have that coma thing where I wake up and don't even remember what I did. But that's what makes it so much better, is knowing I'm just doing what I'm supposed to. Didn't even force it. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love. Love.